You've heard me talk about Tacovas, the company carrying on all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. Well, longtime listener Jeremy emailed me to say, Zabe, I was on a work trip to Austin, knew about Tacovas from the podcast, stopped into the store. Next thing you know, I've got a damn good pair of boots and I'm looking sharp with a nice buzz to boot. Giddy up. Tacovas believes in Western for all. And you can feel that when you stop in one of their stores and get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. If you can't make it into the store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and point your toes west. And as a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 at Tacovas.com. Just use promo code ZABE, that's promo code Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, at checkout. It's a $30 value, and they sell out fast. Only at Tacovas.com. Make March Madness a moneymaker with MyBookie. Getting started is easy. Visit MyBookie online and use promo code ZABE to receive a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Grab your extra funds now and for a limited time, claim a free entry into the $150,000 MyBookie Madness Bracket Contest for a chance at the big money. If you're the type of guy who likes to fill out multiple brackets to get an advantage, you can do that too. The price of entry is less than an Uber, all for a shot at life-changing amounts of moolah. With so many brands to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and simple to win and simple to get paid, like MyBookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Today on the ZabeCast, what are the top three biggest dumps still standing in Vegas? I got three hotels you'll want to avoid at all costs. Mr. X joins me to talk NCAA tournament, hot streaks and cold streaks and handicapping, plus his baseball season overview. All that plus some listener email, including a little bit of inside radio baseball. Your bonus 45-minute edition of Pure Me is locked and loaded, so buckle up and let's go! Here we go! Wednesday, March 29, 2023. Thank you for downloading. Mr. X joins us today to both recap the tournament so far, look ahead to the Final Four, and of course... To get us set for the baseball season, the king of the over-unders will join us in just a minute. But first, some electronic mail. You're always free to reach out to me via email, zabe at yahoo.com. Ari Halper Stromberg writes as follows. Fun interview slash soundbite. Hey Zabe, I'm a regular listener, just wanted to share something I thought you might like. I know you probably don't follow NCAA swimming, confirmed, especially since their championships overlap with March Madness. I probably wouldn't follow it, even if it didn't, but I'm not against it. If if this is your thing, God, I love people that are in their, their, their own little niche delicacies in sports. It's just not, not something I'm into. I didn't swim competitively ever even though I probably had the chance to do so. It just seemed, I don't know, what's the word for it? Uh, Miserable? I mean, early mornings, you're going to get wet and cold and exhausted. (laughs) I mean, to be both exhausted and wet just doing something. Ah, Wasn't for me, but I have total respect for those in the swimming game. Anyway, this post-race interview was notable because it had some sound bites that you don't normally hear. Normally, the athletes are pretty mundane, saying things like, I trust my coaches in training. I'm just happy to get a victory for the team. But this one veered away towards way more authentic and memorable than I can ever recall. Keep up the great work. Appreciate it all. Sincerely, Ari. This is Yusef Ramadan, champion in the 100-yard butterfly for Virginia Tech. After three years, finally... Three years, like these guys, they were always faster than me. I came from zero, you know. 
every year I had a chance to win, but something happened. And finally, <laughs> it's my time, you know. <laughs> so many people had faith in me. So many people had faith in me because they know that I put the, the hard work in this. The, it, like, I, I put so much into this. I sleep every day early, like a bot. <laughs> like Wake a up 5 a.m., swim in cold pool. I hated it. I hated it. <laughs> but I knew every... I would say one day I'm going to be NCAA champion. One day I'm going to be NCAA champion. Today is finally that day. I am NCAA champion. Yeah. What an incredible race. And it was obviously a long journey to get here today. Tonight, what did you need to do in terms of details within the race to make sure that you got your two hands on the wall first? Swim faster. Uh, I have no idea. but <laughs> I, I just, You don't need to know. I just uh, I had to stay calm, you know, because these people that were with me, they're the fastest in the world. So to be with them, you know, means it's like it's hard, you know, and there's fear when you're up against like the fastest in the world, you know. Yeah. Well, you are also the fastest in the world, Youssef. Congratulations, NCAA champion. That is a beautiful, beautiful soundbite. Because it encapsulates the best of sports. I'm just guessing. I don't know this young man's background, but with a name like Yusef Ramadan, I think it's pretty safe to say he is Muslim. He still has a bit of an accent, so I don't think he is a multi-generation American. So he's probably here from another country. I don't know when he took up swimming, so it seems like he's not some swank swim club, country club kid who comes from money per se, got into swimming, started competing, talked about how these guys, these guys are so fast next to me. And, you know, I, for, you know, for a long time I couldn't beat them. And then all of a sudden I was competing and then I'd have a chance to win and it wouldn't happen for me. And then finally it happened. And here I am a champion. And you, you hear in his voice, the pride of the accomplishment, the view from atop the mountain after the incredible journey. That's it. The medal, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's there. It's great. It's the journey. It's the struggle. It's the overcoming. It's the discipline. I go to bed early. I wake up early like a bot. I hate it. It's cold. That's the stuff of sports, the discipline, the dedication, the teammates, the competition, the sportsmanship. There is still good in the world, and that's a great example of it. Support for the commanders in the D.C. area has plummeted, according to a new Washington Post poll, writes Dan Steinberg of the D.C. Sports Blog. Only 15% of area residents now call the Commanders their favorite pro sports team. That is down from 31% as recently as 2010. (laughs) Down from 31% in 2010. I wonder what the number was 10 years prior to that, like 2000. Was it over 50%? I'm kind of surprised there's even a 15% chunk of the population willing to admit, yes, they're my favorite team. Lowest ticket price for the men's final four, $75. Ooh, what an incredibly cheap get-in price for this Cinderella ball. Lowest ticket price for the women's final four, $284. This is the Caitlin Clark effect. Now, there's a couple other things in play, and that would be the size of the venues. But still, good for the gals, good for Caitlin Clark. And yeah, this is a case where uh, the fans of the women's programs are absolutely pot-committed, fanatic. They love to travel, support their team. They're going to pay the price to get in. Smaller arena, they're going to go. That's great. But it's, uh, it's pretty amazing to see that because that's certainly not been the case. The Masters will have the best app for streaming the tournament of any major pro sports league anywhere. Somebody said that they had talked to a Netflix executive and that they said it's amazing that pretty much the Masters app is the best streaming experience in the world short of, say, Netflix itself in terms of usability, logical layout, 
and the fact it just does not crash and it delivers some really, really good video. Now it helps by the way, that the camera shots are pretty simple. They're cameras on top of towers in front of holes, you know, on greens. And there's not a lot of moving parts inside the picture. Here's a nerdy fun fact. When you get an image, a video image of a lot of things moving around at once, like say a football game with 11 on 11, bodies flying left and right every single play, the algorithm to process that digital signal has to calculate how to best compress and handle the image of, say, Jamar Chase running a nine route through two defenders and making an incredible touchdown catch. He's moving his arms and everything else. So it takes a lot of computing power, which affects the quality of the signal. When you've got the 13th hole at Augusta, a beautiful as she may be. Uh, Why, yeah, that's called Azalea, sir. And you will note it is now longer than ever. We have purchased some property on the adjoining Augusta Country Club. If you're showing an image of Augusta's 13th hole, most of it is still. Only one thing is moving, that's the golfer, and, well, two things, I guess, the caddy. The golfer, the caddy, and the ball. And so, therefore, the ability to process and handle and send a high-quality image of the 13th at Augusta is a lot easier because there's just not a lot of calculation going on. And now you know a little bit more about streaming video. Didn't even care about that, but thanks for nothing. Coming up, Mr. X on how he handicapped this year's tournament that turned out so crazy and what he thinks of the Final Four and, of course, the upcoming Major League Baseball season. Mr. X is up right after this. If 2024 is the year you're jetting off to a new country or even just want to expand your language skills beyond English, then I urge you to check out Rosetta Stone today. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years. Why? Because it works. Instead of drilling vocabulary words, with Rosetta Stone you learn by matching audio, from native speakers to visuals, reading stories, participating in dialogues, and other practical language skills that fast-track your ability to communicate fluently. Not only is it a more effective way to learn, it's more fun. Rosetta Stone's advanced voice recognition technology gives you feedback on how well you pronounce words. Other language learning apps use speech recognition to detect what you said. Rosetta Stone tells you how well you said it. Rosetta Stone offers 25 languages with lessons available on your computer, phone, or tablet. And with a lifetime membership, you get forever access to all the lessons for all the languages and never pay a renewal fee. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, ZabeCast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
Make March Madness a moneymaker with MyBookie. Getting started is easy. Visit MyBookie online and use promo code ZABE to receive a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Grab your extra funds now and for a limited time, claim a free entry into the $150,000 MyBookie Madness Bracket Contest for a chance at the big money. If you're the type of guy who likes to fill out multiple brackets to get an advantage, you can do that too. The price of entry is less than an Uber, all for a shot at life-changing amounts of moolah. With so many brands to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and simple to win and simple to get paid, like my bookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. I don't know if I should tell this to Mr. X or not, but the legion of his followers and subscribers to his service, many of whom are on my golfing text strings, can be very mean when Mr. X might be lipping out or rimming out a few of his picks for the tournament. But you sure did get hot as shit from what they told me in the final three days, I would say, of the tournament. And you packed it up their asses pretty good. So you got that going for you, which is nice. How you doing, Mr. X? Good. One of these days, I'm going to have to find out who this group actually is. Because I'm not sure I know who you're talking about. Listen, have- <laughs> they're like any gambler. They bitch and moan when oh, things yeah. aren't going their way. And then they go looking for something else. Like they go, oh, Daryl's guy is hot right now. And so then they're, you know, texting. Oh, jeez. They're texting his picks. <laughs> but I will say. It? Yeah, go yeah. ahead. Oh, I. Look, I, if I tell anybody on the air what you picked yesterday, nobody wants to hear it. I, mean, I get that. But I will say this. This year's NCAA, what I, as you know, what I always try to do is teach, not just give out picks. I try to teach how to do this stuff, and that's the long run. But the first weekend of the tournament, as you said, was if you watched Van Pelt or you watched Bad Beats, you knew who I picked, okay? I mean, it was just brutal, and I had a really bad first week. But if you read my stuff, all we talk about is it's a long tournament, take it easy, you know, don't jump in, this stuff isn't automatic, etc. And there's two types of people, those that lose and quit and go somewhere else or get mad, and those that use sense and stayed the course, and guess what? Last weekend, like you said, four days in a row, we crushed it. Got back above water. And my point is, if you're always just chasing the hot person, you're always behind. You've got to be disciplined, keep doing what you're doing. And you, you don't just say, oh, look who did good yesterday. Right. Well, you know that. I, I hear you on that. Your, uh, I will say your UConn write-up against Gonzaga read like you had already seen the game, which was pretty good because you said, look, uh, UConn is just killing people. Uh, they've got size, rebounding, you name it. And if Gonzaga runs into any foul trouble, they could yeah. be in deep, deep water. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> That's exactly yeah. what happened. They ran into foul trouble. They got in deep water, and they fucking drowned. But then, but then you said on Sunday, you said, well, look, I'm not going to go giving back you know, the fact that we, we went heavy on UConn with sure. betting these games on Sunday because I don't have as good of a feel on it. And that's part of what right. you claim to be the teaching part of it. Like, listen, I'm not going to go back and, and give this money away because it was, you know, it's just not there today. Exactly. Exactly. Now, that is hard. And, and by the way, when we do this, since it's all pretty much over, I'll tell you, when I do that, and I guess you've been reading these, didn't know you were getting them. Uh, <laughs> Good for you. Am I not a subscriber? No, that's cool. I just I didn't know you were actually. I thought you were getting tidbits here and bitching well, there. The reason that's cool. The reason I'm reading them, by the way, is that okay. this is going to be bring joy to your heart. I'm now actually oh. betting more on Ooh. the games. Not a lot, you know. For a long time, even though I really love our partner, uh, mybookie.com, and I have an account there, I I honestly haven't gambled a whole lot. Sure. But now I'm firing in, and it does make the games more fun to root for. And so, therefore, that's why I guess I have been reading a little bit more from you and from uh, some other people. I see. Otherwise, it'd be like, yeah, yeah, these guys are getting Mr. X's picks, and you know they're having fun with it, and I'm just yeah. whatever. Well, because I always pictured you the guy that's like, 
wait a minute, it's a whole page. Can't you just tell me who to take? <laughs> I'm not reading all that. I ain't reading all that. Right. Well, luckily you bold your picks. So if you I really do, do want to just, just like guys yeah. like you, <laughs> just like, blah, blah, blah. Where's the bold part? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a, God, where is my clip? I'm going to find it right now of, uh, of Homer going up to the window and they're like, don't you want to pick a team? He goes, nope. Oh, no, Peter Griffin. He's like, uh, yeah. and now just take my money. I want to bet on college basketball or college football. I think it was college football. Here's my money. Right. He yeah. just take my money. Exactly. And you know, it's. I swear it was. I haven't looked this up. I swear it was the same thing. I feel bad, and I don't feel bad for guys that sign up for NCAA, jump in in round one and two, over bet games. When I'm just, what I always say is like, hey, I I, I rank them because it's like if you're filling out an office pool. I'll take this team, but I make it clear it doesn't have my money on it. I tell you if I bet on it, and and the ones where I'm like, yeah, I picked uh, Alabama in this game, but I told you it's like an office pool game, and if you want to go diving all in, well, duh, you're on your own. And I swear last year was the same thing. The first two rounds, 500, a little less maybe, a couple bad beats, and then people just – quit and then they watch you crush the next week when you you know and go oh wait i'm back in i'm like it's like stock market if you want to keep timing it you're the losing you're gonna lose more yeah yeah jump in and out at the wrong times here's your bite but that sounds great and you know what it'll be nice having a little extra cash to bet on college football yeah i'd like to bet a hundred bucks you want to pick a team no just take it <laughs> and just he pats the table. Just take it, pat pat. All right, so we got the final four. It is going to be very low rated because there's no there's no pedigreed teams. Although some would say UConn should be considered a quasi blue blood. Um, yeah. And I don't care because I'm interested in all four teams. I like the stories; they're fun to watch. I will bet them. Can't say I'm going to bet your pick, so I don't want to see who you're picking first. I know that UConn is the overwhelming favorite, though, to win it all at minus 135, I want to say, whereas the next best team is plus 350. So from a – do you just want to bet – let me ask this question. Do you just want to bet who's going to win it all, or is that a sucker bet because the house bakes in a huge advantage in the odds in their favor? You just answered the question. That's what That's, I figured. Okay. The reason to quote pick a bet at all kind of concept – is, hey, I'm in Vegas, or I'm on a trip, I want to bet something while I'm here. But the bottom line is, if you say if you bet that team round by round, you're probably going to do better. But if you're, you know, you're in the store, and you want to buy something, then, you know, fine. But no, I wouldn't, I would well, never advise doing that. Yeah, plus if you bet on the team to win it all game by game, you have the option to bail if say if say you know a coke machine falls on the foot of the leading scorer <laughs> you know shit has happened right or he brings a gun for his friend to use on somebody oh like that. here we <laughs> go on that one right there okay yeah right. no but that's the reason for round by round is you're not committed the only time it would make sense is if you're going for the big dog who has kind of yet to be discovered and you feel you're getting a deal and then after they prove themselves the number's going to go down. I mean, if you were going to bet on Miami or Florida Atlantic four rounds ago, great, because now it's kind of, you know, a little late. But other, if you're betting on anybody that's not a big underdog early, you're better off going round by round. I agree with you. Okay. Uh, what has been some of the more interesting parts of the tournament to you? And, of course, you got Jimmy Laranega, who is just riding this incredible late career wave. He's both an outstanding coach, yes, but man, he fell into the catbird seat on this new Wild West of nil money at Miami, didn't he? Yeah, I mean, you gotta like Larnig. I, I maybe I heard it wrong, but I swear I heard Kenny Smith say he would have gone to a school like Virginia if Larinaga was there. Really? And Larinaga was there when Kenny Smith played at Carolina. He was Terry Holland's assistant coach. So I'm like, Kenny, you could have gone there. <laughs> I didn't. Maybe I misunderstood that. But yeah, he started at UVA under Terry Holland. Yeah, and then you got you got San Diego State's head coach, who is uh, a former assistant, the, the recruiter under Fisher, who helped get the Fab Five. Um, well, I can't remember his name right now, um, but he's an interesting story. 
Yes. Uh, and going against McDermott of Creighton, I heard them interviewed on the Westwood One broadcast, radio broadcast, and McDermott said, yeah, we shared a plane, Creighton did, with San Diego State out to the Hawaii tournament. <laughs> and I sat right across the aisle from Coach Whatever from San Diego State, and we talked basketball for six hours. I mean, these guys are competitive, and obviously they're going head-to-head against, but it's a big fraternity, this coaching racket, you know? Sure, sure. Well, I mean, you know what? Last year was – this is the challenge we were talking about a week ago. I mean, last year was, quote, the Blue Blood Final Four, mm-hmm. four of the best programs, like <clears throat> Kansas, Carolina, Duke, and Villanova. You can't Can't beat really that. Get that. And this year, like what let's call it the New Bloods. I mean, yeah. none of them have been there other than UConn. And I always say everybody loves Martin Manis. Everybody loves to pull for Cinderella until they move on. You don't want all go, Cinderella, though. Yeah, I don't want to watch Loyola anymore <laughs> or whatever. You know? yeah. I want uh, to watch the good teams. Brian so. Brian Dutcher is the name of the uh, SDSU coach. Meanwhile, uh, Dusty May, the coach at Florida Atlantic said in an interview yesterday that when he took the job at Florida Atlantic without even seeing their facilities, when he arrived on campus, he pretty much broke down and thought, what have I fucking done? I have ended my career. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> you know, I, I have to, I hate to do the old, like what happened already story, but I have to tell you this. Uh, one of your guys got me involved helping him in a pool last year. And bottom line is you draft every team in the tournament, carve them up, all that stuff. Look, the the key to winning is find an underdog who's going to go deep. Is it a draft or is it a Calcutta? That's important to distinguish. This is not a Calcutta. This was a draft. For those who don't know, Calcutta's you bid on teams, and the the auction price of a team is unknown when the bidding begins. So you really don't know what a team is going to go for. It requires a little bit of nimble strategy and thinking. A draft is just that. It's a draft. Okay. Yeah. Well, the part you'll like is a year ago, and I told him we were doing this together, and I said, the key is find an 8-9 who's going to beat the one and go deep. And I looked at it, and I said, the Marquette Carolina winner is going to go really far in this tournament. He said, yeah, okay, I agree. Let's take Marquette. <laughs> I said, let's take Marquette. And, of course, Carolina goes to the championship game. Right. This year, I said, you know, we had the right strategy. We picked the wrong team. team. And I said, this year, the Florida Atlantic Memphis winner is going to beat Purdue and go deep. And so we took Memphis. <laughs> Son of a bitch. So two years in a row. honed. And, by the way, as you, if you watch that game, I mean, that was their only close game of the tournament. Wow, closest. That was a toss-up. and. I just I've picked the wrong one two years in a row, but Florida Atlantic is a fun team to watch. They're good. They are fun indeed. They're so. good. And then yeah. UConn just seems dominant. They have gone through everybody like shit through a tin horn. They're yeah. a defensive monster team. They got two seven footers. Uh, they got a coach who's a son of a bitch who doesn't care in Hurley. And I mean, why would you bet against them? They've not lost a game out of the Big East this year. Yeah, I think if they beat Miami, then. The championship game is going to be a fucking rout. Probably right. Probably yeah. right. Uh, but yeah. we're going to play it out anyway. We're going to play yeah. it out anyway, which is going to be juicy. By the way, you want more information, go to callmemrx.com. You can check out his uh, very affordable subscription plans. I checked out your website the other day, and I was like, ah. who can afford these prices? You must be gambling degenerates. But, hey, you deliver value for the prices advertised, so I'll just leave it at that. Use your own discretion right there. Why am I not yeah, getting a piece of that business, by the way? We'll talk about that later. Okay. <laughs> Sounds to me like you already have all the info coming in. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. So uh, you want to talk about the announcers, and I'm glad you do, because I felt like from a play-by-play standpoint, the quartet of Jim Nance, Ian Eagle, Kevin Harlan, and Brian Anderson was as good of a four-bag you know, elite eight announcer quattro you could ever have. I love all those guys. Make great calls. This is Nance's last run. It's going to be Iron Eagle show next year going forward. The analysts, though, sometimes make you scratch your head. You wanted to ask, is it a lifetime appointment being a color analyst? Because Dan Bonner is not exactly a recent household name. I could be wrong. I swear he's been there since the early 80s. Oh, no, he is. He is a plastic-covered couch that's in your grandmother's living room. Nice guy. I think he talks too much, though. I think he's excellent. 
But given today's era of, let's just call it, got to be flamboyant, mm-hmm. he is, you know, as boring as you can think. But his actual analysis is dead on. It's but good. Usually that doesn't work. Usually yeah. got to be, you know, Stephen A. Smith kind of guy and something crazy. And he's absolutely not. But if he's good, and I'm just really surprised. There's got to be a million and a half candidates for that. I'm surprised they stick with it you know, people as long as they have. Well, it's a whole game to ingratiate yourself to the right executive at the network. Sure. Go play his charity golf tournaments. Make sure you're there in his social circles. Cause literally I've seen that work for guys that you say to yourself, why is he still there? Like for example, Jay Feely, why the fuck is Jay Feely a kicker and not even a very good kicker still employed by CBS? Whereas Steve Berline Good analyst, former quarterback for multiple teams, played at Notre Dame. Why was he let go? Yeah, and Jay Feely. Jay, did they change the length of their cleats out there? Yes. Who got rid of the half inch and put on the three cares? Right. <laughs> and they actually let Feely be the number one color guy on their C team during the regular season. I don't know if you noticed that. No. You know, nine out of ten times, I have no idea who's announcing games. Um, during it, I'll be like, I wonder who this is. And by the way, March Madness is that one time of the year where you go, wait, why do I only have three TVs in this room? <laughs> there's four games I time? know. It does. Now that they've staggered the games this way, you do actually need four. But that's why I have an iPad you can stream it on. So then there is the case of Bill Raftery who I still love, Uncle Raft. I love his shtick. I'm all about it. But there are guys, and I won't name them by name because they're friends and colleagues, Steve Buckhans, but I don't want to out anyone who doesn't like Raftery, Steve uh, Steve Buckhans, who think he is a complete clown who needs to go away. I'm like, Buckhans, why do you hate Raftery so much? He'll text me randomly during Raftery-led games with this or that about him. Where do you stand on old Bill Raftery? I think at the end of the day, fun is fun. You know, I mean, Dick Vitale started it. Yeah, does a lot of things wrong. But it's fun. And Rafferty came in. I swear he's been there since. The, I remember when he started. Oh, yeah. Was, no, he's ancient. He's a total and museum piece. kind of a Vital knockoff of, you know, love to say, you know, make up things. Oh, too much gravy. Onions. And a kiss. Man, man. And you know what? So what? That's fun. And I, you know what? I wish the hell I enjoyed every day as much as guys like that do. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sometimes this, this gambling thing is work. <laughs> then there is Seth Davis. Yeah. Seth yeah. Davis, you say nice enough guy, but does he ever get anything correct? Well, I don't follow this, but I i mean, I've watched him on Selection Sunday when they're just blowing through the brackets. Okay. And I wrote this down. He he picked Florida Atlantic to go away. And I said this that day. Hey, you know what? He's going to get. He also picked Louisiana. US, UCSB in the Sweet 16, Charleston, <laughs> VCU, and watch out for Iona. So I, I said that day, you're going to get one and say, I told you. Right. But you miss, I mean, you just pick every dog so that later you can say, hey, you know, Seth Davis picked Florida Atlantic. And I knew that day that at Final Four we'd be talking about one of his picks being great. But my goodness, if you're just throwing 10 darts, big deal. You hit the board once. I don't know. Yeah. Well, maybe it's being genuine, but it just seems phony to me to just tell me that every dog in the tournament is good. Yeah. Seth Davis um, is, I'm sure, probably a nice guy. But talk about being born on third base. You know, his father is right. No, I do not. Lanny Davis, the former uh, Clinton White House staffer and politically connected D.C. guy, Lanny Davis. On top of that, he went to Duke, which is great because he's smart. But okay. And he looks good in a suit. He's handsome. Great hair. Nice, clean looks. He went to write for Sports Illustrated in 1995, just a couple years after graduating from Duke. And he was a good, solid college basketball writer, but he's the kind of guy that you're like, he'd look good on TV in a suit. So they put him there, and he has just stayed there the whole time. Well, okay. Here's a very mean comment, (laughs) but nobody's listening, right? Um, 
he to me he loses so much credibility when he stands up next to Clark Kellogg. <laughs> of course, I mean, he makes Clark Kellogg look like you know Andre the Giant. I mean, I had no idea when you sit behind the desk. Yeah. I'm like, this guy didn't play ball, did he? No. <laughs> No, he's just covered the sport. And I'm not against necessarily people who haven't played having a seat right. at the table or being on the desk. But I think uh, Seth Davis is there because he's pleasant, good-looking, and well-connected, and he went to Duke. Ooh, look at this, yeah. Wikipedia. Davis appeared in an episode of HBO's Real Sex in 1996. Damn, I would like to go. I'd need to go <laughs> look that one up. Did you not know that about old no. Seth Davis. Careful. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and, you know, I was just looking before the show at the, um, you know, the, those three guys, Seth, Jay Wright, and Kellogg, and you know, they all picked their final four. And needless to say, nothing close. Not knocking them. This is not a year you would have got anything right, you know. But they picked Zaga, Kansas, and Bama. And well, it's not hard to pick the chalk. But well, apparently there was something as many as like thirty-seven correct final fours out of the twenty million brackets submitted to ESPN, and that shocked me as a very high number. I thought the answer would have been three or four at most, and well, that and that to pick two fives, a four, and a nine would have been the equivalent of your cat fell on the keyboard and filled out your pool. Well, Zabe, you're right unless you think about who's doing this. For example, the year Virginia won this, I mean, my moronic sister had UVA over Texas Tech in the championship, ding. Auburn in the final four, ding. And who was the fourth one? I know she had the fourth one. And you say, oh, my God, how is that possible? Is it yeah. Hello? She went to Virginia, did grad school at Texas Tech, best friend at Auburn. Yet somebody has friends at the four schools in here, and that's how people. Oh, uh, okay. You know, so there's always that combo. So uh, Michigan State was the fourth team that's that it, year. Michigan State, and she didn't have them. She had the other three. But and, and you know, it's like Virginia, well, Virginia one seed, who would have yeah. been heavily faded given their shocking upset to the 16th seeded UMBC Terriers yeah. the year before. Two seed Michigan State, a perennial March favorite. Texas Tech was a three seed under Chris Beard at the time, and then Auburn was a five seed. Yeah, so a still, one, a two, yeah, a three, and a upsets, five. But it was just a matter of like connected with all the, her places she'd been. So bam, yeah. there's always. So when you say there's thirty seven, there's thirty seven people who you know have a friend in Florida. <laughs> you know, I took I a know. couple of Miami teams. Right, right. Um, you know, there's always that. I mean, we're talking 20 million entries. Yeah. So, exactly. yeah, that probably makes sense. Okay, let's pivot to baseball, shall we say. Uh, you found yeah. out that the Westgate is now doing a contest to pick yeah. all 30 team totals. You're looking to fly out tomorrow just to enter. Yeah, I'm, I might. I didn't find this out till yesterday. Um, I got I got as you would call it. A few hurdles to clear at home. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell, don't tell Mrs. C. Yeah, she'll she'll notice when I'm not here. Don't tell, don't tell mom. In other words, so yeah. last year when you did this, how many teams did you pick? All thirty? Oh yeah, all the, last year I believe was the inaugural. Time okay, that the circuit did this, and <clears> I got tipped <throat> off, and I had some guys out there that entered for me. Um, it wasn't a big one. It was only like a hundred guys entered it or something. Um, you know, and I came in fourth because they pay the top three. So you have to come in fourth. That's just life, you know? But when I heard Westgate's doing it, I, I'm not positive. It's the first year. I haven't done my homework, but I just assume for that reason, it'll be much larger. So you have to enter in person. So I may take a run out there. Right. I need something to do for the next two, three days. So Now, your record on MLB totals over under is well documented on this show, and that's why people do pay you for those. And if you want his MLB totals, you're going to have to go to callmemrx.com. But while you still think MLB totals are the best bet in baseball, you say they sure are getting harder. Why is that? Yeah, I do think they are. Um I think, in a nutshell, it's just a matter of – I used to always like to go over bad teams that aren't as bad as people think, under good teams. And now the good just keep getting better and the bad just keep getting worse. And so it's, it's really hard 
to to expect the good to go over high numbers, but they've been doing it. Right. It's really so. It's it's kind of like everything I've done for twenty five years. I have to really look. Why twenty five? Longer than that. I have to look so hard to say, does it still apply today? The game just is getting different. There's teams you look at and go, Colorado, are, are you trying this year? You know, what are you doing? I mean, it's <laughs> it, it, it can't. It's just that makes it a little. Well, harder. it's weird because Colorado a couple years back bought some expensive pieces. These guys, they go from let's win now to let's quit and try in five years overnight. I mean, I, I don't get it. Here's a stat you got to love. I, I just saw this. You might have seen this one. The Reds, the Cincinnati Reds, the third biggest salary on their payroll this year Yeah, is Ken Griffey Jr. I saw that. It's incredible. <laughs> they Come they on. have extended payments out to him. And this is like the Bonilla deal where they had paid him so much money, but as a small market, couldn't afford it, so they've just strung it out forever into the future. Hasn't played in how many years? Lots. <laughs> <laughs> Over a decade, right? But it's, he's only getting $3.5 million. Yeah, I, I get him spreading out, but it's like... It's not the ton. Yeah, it's only $3.5 million. He's still small. the fifth highest paid player on that team. Yeah. 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 Well, I don't know. I also saw, and this will, I'm sure, leave you with the driest eyes in the house. Uh-huh that the Washington Nationals are once again facing another huge exodus of season ticket holders, that their expected attendance on what is now going to be going on year three of a complete teardown is not resonating with the fan base in D.C. Well, how can you? I mean, wait a minute. Are we for sale still? Um, Yes. Are we rebuilding? Are we, and I, God, I hate to say we, I mean, I don't have any idea what they're doing. How do you want to try to be the the 23-year-old kid selling that? And by the way, my phone rings every day from that park. Still? Oh, well, no, for the first time since since I left in, in you know, 2020. Oh, okay. Now they're, like now they're calling you to say, hey, oh, come on back in? I haven't answered it yet, but I'm getting emails. From, uh, you know, let's hire some inside salespeople, <laughs> dig through all the old guys. And, you know, I get a message, they'll say, you know, hey, uh, you know, I know you used to come out to the park. Wonder if you'd be interested. But hey, asshole, I had season tickets for 16 years. I didn't <laughs> used to come out to the park now and then. <laughs> they don't even know what they're doing. But right. what's surprising about that? By the way, not counting the pandemic year, the shortened year, uh, which they went 26 and 34, fourth in the NL East. They won just 65 games in 2021, finished 23 and a half games back, and promptly said. Shit, we can do worse than that. So they won 55 games last year to finish 46 games out. Yeah. yeah. Are they going to be any better this year? Uh, I would not. Their they're over-under is 60. Oof. Uh, I would not go under it. I do think, you know, at some point you hit the bottom. They do have a little bit of hope. And by hope, I mean to not lose way over a hundred, but seriously, don't even know who the owner is. You don't know anything, what they're trying to do. How, I don't know what you try to sell. I don't either. Other than it's a sunny day and we have hot dogs. I don't know what else, you know, yeah, you got to at least, I I mean, I don't even know if they're still for sale. I don't see a sign on the park at 55 wins. You're, Pressing the speed limit of suckitude, where you're you're reaching terminal velocity, it's yeah. hard to win fewer games than that. But there's been a few teams. What is the record? So 55 and 107 last year. What is the record for most losses in a major league season? I believe it's still the 62 Mets at 42 and 120. Okay, I seen. I know the Tigers challenged it 20 years ago. I can't remember if they edged it out or not. There was a Tiger team uh, that was real close to taking the Met record, but I, I think the Mets still have it. Yeah. All right. Uh, we do this every year on the podcast here, and if you want uh, Mr. X's baseball totals, you can be uh, a member of his site. Go to callmemrx.com. But you do a thing where you try to pick the World Series matchup clean. Started doing that in 2016. You took Cubs-Cleveland at 50-1. to 1. Yeah. And you have the receipt. You have the link where I talked about on the radio. That hit. You also hit on Rays Dodgers in 2020. That was yeah. at 28 to 1. 
That's two correct years out of seven. Not terrible. That's pretty darn good, actually. So you want to play the game of pick the World Series right now? Oh, we can do that. By the way, you know, two out of seven at those odds, two out of 27. I got got a lot of room to to lose for a few years after that. I was going to say, so at 50 to one payout and 28 to one payout. What does that translate to in terms of how many more years would somebody have a free run? So in other words, if I bet a hundred bucks at fifty to one, I now have five grand. No. No. Five Yeah. Yes, yeah, yes, I got five right. grand. I got a sure. I got five grand. And if I bet a hundred dollars at twenty eight to one, then I've got twenty eight hundred bucks. So I'm up seven thousand eight hundred dollars. And I lost five years, so that would be $7,300 in the plus. If I just took a flyer every year for 100 bucks, so I would have... you got 73 years. This se- is like when you 73 years. Do you think you're going to live for 73 more years? I was going to say, this is like five life sentences. It really doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> to which people are going to get greedy and go, well, I'm going to pay 500 yeah. bucks then. All right. Oh, yeah, there you go. Chasing it again. That's the World Series, give us your best okay. prognostication. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to caveat it and change it slightly from our format because of what I said earlier. You know, it used to be find a dog that can sneak into the playoffs and, and then your odds are great. Well, now, there's with this 14-team format, two things. Number one, everybody has a shot at getting in the playoffs, almost. And once you're in, it's way much more of a crapshoot. I mean, you know, what, 111-win Dodgers, boom, out. With all these extra rounds, if you can pick the best teams, good for you. But that does they're less likely to win than ever. It's almost like March Madness, you know. It's just too many rounds and i kind of miss like we talked about the blue bloods in the final four i miss seeing 200 win teams in the world series because now with all these rounds you know teams win the world series when they the last two years the braves won 88 and won the world series and last year the phillies snuck in with 87 and Mm -hmm. go to the World series so it's a little crazy so i'm going to split it into two parts i'm going to give you in all seriousness i like the astros and the braves and they come off at 20 to 1 to match up. Um, there's a little bit of chalk in there. But because of the extra rounds, teams that used to be like 8 or 10 or 12 to 1 are now closer to 20 or more because it's just harder to pick. And so the odds reflect that. But here's my other one I'll give you. So split it now. I, t- I took a flyer. I took Guardians and Padres at 95 to 1. So wow. you you're going to get a few more life sentences on that now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like Guardians them. Padres 95 to one. Yeah. So I, I took both of those um, this year. And you know what? One guy said to me. So wait, uh, it was Guardians Padres. What was the first one? Uh, Astros Braves. Okay. All right. And that's a, that's a 20 to one. Right. One guy responded and said, there's no way that wins. And I was like, why do you think they're paying you 95? Of course, it's not <laughs> right until it does. Till you're fifty yeah. to one hit, which it did. So there you go. I uh, love the part on your radio show when I took uh, Cleveland and the Cubs, and you laughed and said, "The world will stop if that happens." I know. <laughs> it didn't it. stop. Yeah, I, well, it did with the pandemic. You see, that's the thing. I was just ahead of my time on. You that. were four years ahead of your curve. four okay. years ahead of of the curve on that. The Cubs won the World Series. Uh, the, uh, well, the Indians didn't win it, but I'm trying to think who else, who else won it that shocked us. We've had a lot of teams that have been downtrodden teams. You're like, I can't believe this team won the world series or won the super bowl or something like that. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, Mr. X we're pushed off from shore. Baseball begins. Final four is coming up. Good to connect with you. Uh, safe trip back up to the, uh, cottage in the main woods. Thanks man. All right, buddy. I'll see you. All right. There you go. We'll end on this. So the NIT semis were played last night in the Orleans Arena. Orleans Arena. The Orleans Hotel and Casino and small stadium. Looks like it's about 6,000, 8,000 capacity. It looks like a dingy-ass gym. The likes of which makes me wonder... 
you know, maybe we shouldn't have ripped on North Carolina so much for not wanting to be in the NIT. But that said, I haven't been in the New Orleans or in the Orleans Casino in quite some time. But I know that at the women's tournament, one of the teams in Vegas for the women's NCAA had to move their hotels because their rooms had vomit in them as well as dead bugs. And so I'm like, gee, I wonder what hotel that could have been. The Luxor, of course, where I stayed for this free trip to Vegas. Free trip to Vegas, thanks to our radio station. A a trip that has scarred me now about one of my formerly most happy places on earth. Somebody on Instagram by the handle of Vegas Starfish sent the following to me about the three worst resorts in Vegas in order. Here's what Vegas Starfish had to say. Here are the three worst resorts in Las Vegas in order. Number three is Luxor. Last week, an NCAA basketball team was booked here. They left after an hour because their rooms had vomit and bugs in it. This place is dated, dusty, and old with indoor balconies that lead to tragedy and culturally (laughs) insensitive theming. Number two is Circus Circus. It's more like an indoor flea market than the creepy clown motel that it is. Do not let the $8 a night room rates fool you. This is where childhood trauma starts and cleanliness is not a priority. (laughs) This place stays open on nostalgia only and anyone who has positive things to say about this property has Stockholm Syndrome. Did I mention that it's not clean? And the number one worst hotel in Las Vegas is the Rio. After the 2017 outbreak of Legionnaire's disease that infected guests, this place took on hardcore abandoned mall vibes. So much so that a well-established herd of feral cats moved in and all the guests moved out. Everything that made this property great is gone, but if you want a place all to yourself, this is it. Which have you stayed at? Let me know and follow me for all the Vegas. Wow. I don't even know if the uh, if Rio is still up and running. They got a lot of knocking down to do in Vegas, for sure. There has to be a whole-scale changeover of some of these resorts but there you go all right that's it for me today thank you so much for listening hope you have yourself a great wednesday and we will see you next time Make March Madness a moneymaker with MyBookie. Getting started is easy. Visit MyBookie online and use promo code ZABE to receive a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Grab your extra funds now and for a limited time, claim a free entry into the $150,000 MyBookie Madness Bracket Contest for a chance at the big money. If you're the type of guy who likes to fill out multiple brackets to get an advantage, you can do that too. The price of entry is less than an Uber, all for a shot at life-changing amounts of moolah. With so many brands to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and simple to win and simple to get paid, like MyBookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.